Football Friday. Welcome aboard, Big Sills. Hey, let's start it out here on this Football Friday. Do me a favor. Make sure you hit the like button. Can't wait for the conference title games this weekend. This is easily the best weekend for the National Football League. Ratings are going to be through the roof. Are going to be through the roof. I love it. Absolutely, man. No question about it. By the way, we got a special guest at the bottom of the hour. Your Philadelphia Stars head coach, Bart Andrus, will be with us. And we will talk to him about the new league. We'll talk to him a little bit about the upcoming conference title games and what he sees. So I love the fact that spring football is back. I'm a big proponent of it. I played in it. And I think there's a place for it. You watch, I guarantee you, the USFL gets better numbers than the NBA does. Guarantee you, man. I appreciate everybody lining up. Kyle is going to kind of like start out my show already. Brooks is ready to get on your ass, man. Okay. Let's start there. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I first want to start at the Wells Fargo. Last night, Philadelphia fans got all over Carmelo Anthony, and they escorted a couple fans out of the building. Comes with the territory, bro. And by the way, Laker, Nick, this is more the fact that Carmelo Anthony was a New York Knickerbocker. And that's why Philly fans were on his ass yesterday. Did you hear what he was saying? Hey, dude, as long as it doesn't get racial or it doesn't go crazy, I don't care. Fans have every right to bark. The proximity of the NBA and the fans sitting courtside, that's what you get, dude. It's what it is. So they escorted a couple of uh, Sixer, fans, Sixer fans out the building. Comes with the deal. You see, NBA guys, are all the, they don't like to be barked at. Well, you know, when it goes over the line, you know, and a guy starts getting personal. Dude, you're in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It can't get any more personal than that. It doesn't get any more personal than that. And I agree. Carmelo Anthony, hey, dude, you're soft. Just like your cream puff stomach ears. Hard to believe that guy came out in the same draft as LeBron James. He's actually having a pretty good year for his age this season. Anyway, I thought it was hilarious a little bit. Carmelo Anthony cried because Sixer fan is on him. You're in Philly, dude. Where do you think you're in Orlando? Milwaukee? <laughs> Memphis? You think you're in any of those cream puff cities or snowflake places like San Antonio? You're in Philly, dude. You're at Wells Fargo. Someone's going to bark at you. You're a Laker. They hate you. Sixers hate. The Celtics, they hate the Lakers, okay, and they hate the Knicks. The rest of you guys are just filling roadkill. Jesus criminy. And, of course, you got the media going, I just don't know where fans think that they have the right to start barking. Ugh. Dude, you make, 50, you, make, you make $50 million right a year, and you're like, barking. I don't like the way they're talking to me. Grow a backbone or grow a pair. Really, man, it's just, that whole league is soft. That's why I don't watch the NBA. It's such a snowflake soft league. I mean it, man. I just, 
I, I, I know I sound like, oh, man, get off my lawn. But, dude, what a soft league. I, I hate the NBA because they are soft. All right. So my great friends in the middle had a retort today on my spin of Jalen Hurts being a modern-day Baker Mayfield, but he's just a nice guy, and said that we should be patient with Jalen Hurts. Patience. Philly and the NFL. Those seemingly always go hand-in-hand. Do you think that the ownership was patient with Doug Peterson? Do you think the ownership and GM were patient with Carson Wentz? Do you think the ownership is going to be patient with Jalen Rager? That's easily answered. No. No. If you give me an option where I can have Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, or maybe even Aaron Rodgers, what's the debate? I don't want to be patient with Jalen Hurts. <laughs> I don't want to be. If we could back the Brinks truck up with those three ones and maybe some other picks to get Deshaun Watson, you can have Jalen. I'll take Deshaun. I'll take Russell. I'll take one of those dudes that I need to win because Jalen Hurts, you're hoping he's Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay? Jimmy Garoppolo's got a great team built around him. Jimmy kind of dispels that big-time quarterback conversation. You know, as much as Tom Brady is an outlier conversation, kind of Garoppolo, too. It's a perfect marriage in San Francisco. Dominant running attack. Great on defense. Awesome O-line. Receivers are great. Debo Samuel is spectacular. Garoppolo doesn't have to make spectacular plays. But the one thing Garoppolo is that Jalen will never be is as accurate. Oh, he's going to work at it. I don't have three years. You set the benchmark with Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz. And what I mean by that is, those guys didn't get it done after they signed that contract. Wentz was out. Doug Peterson wasn't towing the line the way management wanted this franchise to operate offensively and defensively. Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl. He's out. The guy's on the beach. Carson Wentz now, by the way, for the record, doesn't look like how he was wrong. Because now you have Jim Irsay barking going, we need a quarterback that can get us 30 points a game in a defense that can keep us under 30 if we want to contend for a Super Bowl. But, dude, when I have a guy that potentially can move the chains, like a Deshaun Watson, and I don't give a shit about the things behind him when it comes to those cases. If the league doesn't care, I don't care. I'm not an FBI agent. Okay, I don't know what's going on behind the scene. I just know he's an active player, and he is on that organization's roster, and he was all year, and they paid him, and he wasn't suspended, nor did they find him in any way. He wasn't. So wait a minute. 
Deshaun Watson wasn't fined, wasn't suspended, wasn't put on the commissioner's list. But why do I have to give a shit about his cases? I'm not an FBI agent. Aaron Rodgers also said this the other day on the Pat McAfee show. Everything is on the table. Everything? Does that mean Philly? Does that mean Philly? You imagine Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is on the Philadelphia Eagles. They win 13 ball games, And you're fighting for a Super Bowl. Is it a pipe dream? I don't know. Doesn't money change everything? Doesn't it? You, you, you back up a Brinks truck, you can get anything you want in life. Well, I'll just pay for it. I'll buy it. Elon Musk, I'll just go out, you know, richest guy on the planet. I'll buy it. Oh, okay, I'd like to come to work for you. Yeah, but I really don't like your policy. I really don't care. Here's $500 million. Okay, where do I sign? Be patient with Jalen. Why? If I can have one of these guys. If Howie pushes all his chips in, you guys want to be patient? With a project? He was drafted a project. Hey, but he's a Pro Bowl alternate. <laughs> and well, you know, they're sitting at home now with the Cowboys. He's a Pro Bowl alternate, man. Had a really great year. Great. Congratulations to you. I don't want a great year. I want a spectacular year. Dude, the only thing you're gauged on is if you win the last game of the year. The Super Bowl. Nobody gives a shit about winning rounds. George Foreman used to tell me that. I'm trying to win the fight. Kyle says, you think Aaron Rodgers wants to come to Philly? I don't know what Aaron Rodgers wants, and I'm not even sure Aaron Rodgers knows what he wants right now because I sure know Tom Brady doesn't know if he's going to call it a career or not. Okay? No idea. Be patient. Why should I be patient when I can get a stud quarterback? Okay, watch this. I love the kid. Great guy. And you know what? I'm going to stop doing that because I don't think that has anything to do with being a quarterback. He's a really great guy. Nice dude. Everyone in the locker room loves him. Fuck that. I want to get a talent in there. Yeah, but he's really not the nicest. I don't give a shit. I want to win ball games. You really think everybody in Green Bay likes Aaron Rodgers? Do you? But everybody in San Francisco loves Jimmy G. Okay. You think everybody in Chicago liked Michael Jordan? Especially after he punched Steve Kerr in the face. Talked shit on Scottie Pippen. Used to dog players on the roster all the time. You think everybody on the Bulls liked Jordan? That would be a no. That would be a no, dude. Seriously, you think everybody in Chicago liked Michael Jordan? Come on, man. I bet half that team hated Jordan. You know the GM did. Jerry Krause couldn't stand him. The only thing that got and stayed in the middle was Jackson and Krause. Krause, those two guys went back and forth. 
And it was Reinsdorf that kind of kept everything going in Chicago during that run. Nobody in Chicago is going to sit there and go, Jordan was a really great teammate. Scottie Pippen and him aren't even speaking now. But Jalen's a great guy. <laughs> okay. Well, guess what? If I need a date for my daughter, Jalen's the guy. If I need a quarterback to win games in Philly, he ain't it. Patience. You think Philadelphia's the Steelers or something? Where they've got patience, where they've only had three coaches since 1969. That ain't the case in Philly. There ain't no patience in that front office. I'm only going by what all of you guys say. Anthony says the NFL is a win-now league. Can't afford to sit around and wait. There ain't no five-year projects any longer. Well, let's Jalen. Let's give him the opportunity to mature. No problem. If I can't get Aaron Rodgers to Sean Watson, I'm stuck with him. You bet I am. Is he in Dak's conversation? I'm starting to think so. Hey, if you're okay with Dak Prescott, you'd be okay with Jalen Hurts. I'm not okay with Dak. I don't. I think Dak's overrated. Yeah, but Dak's a great guy. Again, great. Hey, if we ever play the good guy Jeopardy, I want him playing. If we're going to play a football game that matters and we have to win, he ain't it. Dan says, Russ, Rogers, or Watson want no part of Philly. Where'd you get that from? The stupid fucking media that people go out there and make these stupid comments? Like this mean, what's this chick's name? Mina Kimes? Who's that? I never heard of her. Anyway, same person rips Aaron Rodgers for losing in the postseason, turns around and shits all over Jimmy Garoppolo, and he's 4-1 and one in the postseason. He's 31 and 15 as a starter. With the record, he's 35 and 16 as a starter in San Francisco. And he's not part of the equation on why San Francisco's in their second conference title game in three years. It, it, it blows your mind on how people could just make ignorant comments like that. And someone goes, Dan, you can't say anything because she's a woman. She's in the arena. I don't give a shit what her gender is. Have no caring what her gender is. It's not personal. Strictly business. Strictly business. Can't rip Rodgers for failing and then turn around and rip Garoppolo for succeeding. Which is it? That's the conflict you have in today's media. It's just an out now. It's just an out now canvas where you rip everything because that's what gets the clicks and the views. Xander. <laughs> Big Chris goes, she's cute. Never seen her, never heard of her. No idea who she is, nor do I care. I thought it was a dude. On that channel, ESPN, Mina could be a dude. Hey, one thing about ESPN, before I get to all you guys' thoughts here. You see, here's, here's, here's the truth about ESPN. ESPN, okay? They want black faces and women on their network, but they don't want women's voices and black voices on that network. If you understand what I mean. Whatever you thought of Jamel Hill or whatever you thought of anybody 
that truly has an opinion, they don't want that on that network because it scares people. So what they'll do is they'll put unqualified folks on that network just for the optics. Nobody on that channel says anything worth a shit. Do you know how many times they gave Bumani Jones a job? Must have been nine. He said nothing for 15 years. Nothing on ESPN. Finally, he had to leave because they ran out of places to hide him. They don't want black voices and women's true, strong voices on that network. They just want black faces and women faces on that network. Can't stick up for really what you believe in. You can't really say what you want. Look what they did to Sage Steele. Sage Steele started talking about the network and how they handled women. And she was a strong woman. I know her from Tampa. She's a wonderful person. Now they're hiding her. Okay? They're hiding her. Come on, man. ESPN likes the, the look. There's nothing about context on that network any longer. Listen to the radio network. It's atrocious. <laughs> it is. By the way, I love the fact that the middle today with Harry and Barrett questioned my take on Jalen. I love that. You know why? It's not personal. It's all business. This is what this network is all about, Jacob. This is a platform where, get this, I don't care anymore. Got the Joe Rogan factor going here. I don't care. I don't have care. I don't have to answer to it. Well, what did you say about ESPN? Oh, my God. Shut up. Shut up and hide under your desk. Like everyone does at Intercom and Odyssey. They hide under their desk. Yeah, you can hide under your desk for five years there. No one will find you. Here they find you. Anyway, Jalen, again, this is not personal on him. If the Eagles can't land one of these guys, you go into 2022 with a Pro Bowl alternate. Fantastic. Dan says you need Joe Rogan money. Amen. Xander, Big Joe. Yes, I know. Okay. Baird Brooks is Hertz's lead defensive attorney. Listen, I think you have this wrong here. I think you guys have this wrong. I'm not. I'm not against him. But if you can, guys. If you own a business or you work in a business and somebody can upgrade your job and they can find a better person, this is life. This is reality. We have a saying in the NFL and in college football. You know what it is? The eye in the sky don't lie. You can like a guy so much, but at the end of the day, guess what? Hey, man. If I can upgrade and... If I can get it cheaper. You see, that's what the Eagles did with Jalen. They kind of upgraded, and it's cheaper than Carson Wentz. I don't have to pay that big, giant number, and I'm kind of getting the same performance, and I'm getting a kid who's given me everything that Wentz would have given me. 
but the Colts are home too. And now Jim Irsay and the Colts are questioning if they made the right move. You know why the Colts are pissed off? They not only failed at the end of the year, but they had to fail and give the Eagles a one and a three. Whoa, a one and a three? That's a fleecing. Oh, and that money goes on your books this year. Night. The Colts are doing this. So we got stuck with the bill. It's like going out to dinner and you getting stuck with the tab and you have to pay for 18 people. Food wasn't that good either. <laughs> Shit, man. I went home and I got sick. I'm on the toilet for 10 hours. Meals sucked and I got stuck with the bill. That's the Colts with Carson Wentz. How he's sitting back going, you ate that meal? Shit. <laughs> you ate that meal anyway, right? <laughs> yeah, man. Flex says, I'm not trading for an old quarterback. I know the, I mean, look, the Neanderthal Russell Wilson at 33. I mean, really, he is just a Neanderthal. How many draft choices do you think the Denver Broncos would give up for Aaron Rodgers? Three? He's 37. I'm not giving that. Watch this. I'm not giving up draft choices for people you don't know. And you guys come on this here and tell me every day you question Howie Roseman. Wait a minute. I got a better topic for you here. Guys. Would you rather be more confident with Howie Roseman picking with those 11 picks and three number ones, or would you rather be confident him pushing those chips in to get Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, or Russell Wilson? What do you feel more comfortable in utilizing those picks? Dudes that he's missed on in the draft or a guy you know who's a superstar player in the league? Let me think about that. Hmm, I'll go with the latter, the guy who's successful. I don't have to worry about if he's an NFL guy because he is. But you go get your pick, Kenny Pickett. That's Sanders' boy. Kenny Pickett. He can really throw it. You see that kid from Pitt against Wake Forest? That guy's great. <laughs> Xander and Bo Brent, I hate that guy. Stop using my name. <laughs> Uh, oh, man. Depends on the cost. We're here. Here's a blank check. Fill it in. Aaron, fill it in. Russell, fill it in. Deshaun, fill it in. I don't care. Nick Casario, the GM of the Texans. Here, fill it in. I could have a 26-year-old quarterback at Deshaun Watson for the next 10 years. But, hey, I want to develop Jalen. Be patient. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? Rodgers can't handle Philly. Now, that could be something there, Bob. Okay, you're up there in Appleton, Wisconsin. You got to kind of go into Appleton to get to Green Bay. That's a good one. Three ones, yeah. I'm going to debate that here in a minute. Watson, yes. Donovan McNabb's first three years in the league wasn't all peaches. So you think that Jalen Hurts could beat Donovan McNabb? I don't. You think Jalen Hurts has the same passing ability and is the same quarterback that Donovan is? 
Come on, man. Use your eyeballs. Salary cap goofballs coming next year. $45 million in cap before free agency. Only quarterback I'm trading for is Watson. Rodgers likes Philly fans. He said it on Pat McAfee's show. Do you know that the Eagles, albeit an outlier, are one of the six teams that people are saying that could land Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers in Philly. Holy shit. Jerry Jones would Jerry Jones would hide under his bed. He'd go like this. Man, they got Aaron Rodgers and at a cheaper price than Dak. You don't think there's buyer remorse going on in Dallas right now? How you doing? All right. I have to take a timeout. Okay, Bart Andrus, too. Philadelphia Stars. Spring football, I'm a big fan of it. I want to talk to him about the new league as well. I'm going to get back into this. By the way, Aaron Rodgers did talk about Philadelphia with Pat McAfee. I want to hit on that. And being patient, do you think the Eagles are a patient franchise? Hit that like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show here on this Football Friday. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other, with more doctors and hospitals, more benefits that really rock, more of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about, because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
Football Friday. Dan Cilio here on the National Football Show. Welcome you aboard. Please hit the like button, guys. Conference championship games this weekend. By the way, we got a boatload of topics, and they all kind of surround Philadelphia a little bit here. Real quick before I get back into this Aaron Rodgers, and I got a question to you too, Philly sports fans, okay? It's another topic question here. But before I get going here, so I saw Joe Rogan trending on Twitter. By the way, you can follow me on my Twitter at Dan Cilio Show. It's pretty entertaining and funny, okay? It is. It's pretty funny, okay? It, it, you, you've got to see how people look at other people's success, and they just consistently rip it. All right. Guys, I want to, real quick here, I want to show you something. I've showed you this picture before. This is Big Seals versus Doug Peterson playing in the World League. I am a gigantic fan of spring football. I was actually a regional property of the old Orlando Renegades, who then, I think it was Lee Corso who was the GM and coach back then, and then all of that went over to the Tampa Bay Bandits, but they had my rights, me, Kevin Fagan, Jerome Brown, a whole bunch of us. And I got to tell you, the USFL was very active and very, very, very good. One of the best leagues I've ever seen. The World League is probably right in that conversation, but not as talented. So Fox and NBC have teamed up, and now they've got a television contract. And the Philadelphia Stars were one of the most dominant teams in that league. And I love the USFL, and it's going to be taken up shop again in April. And we have the head football coach with us now, and that is Bart Andrus, and he's with us, and he joins us here. Coach, I appreciate you doing this. Thank you so much. And I can't tell you how I'm looking forward to seeing the USFL get back and going. What, what lured you to this for you to be able to take this opportunity to get into something here? Spring football is a big, it's a big deal with me, Coach. I think it works. I think it's going to work if you have the right back. And when you have a network like Fox, it, you've got to think it works. Was that the attraction? Uh, that, and it's something that I've done, you know, over the years. I was, uh, I, I worked in NFL Europe for eight years, you know, after after coaching in the NFL. So uh, that that's part of the attraction for me is, is that. And then just the, the quality of the player and – the really to tell you the work ethic and the drive of the player, you know, at, at, at that, at that alternative football, uh, league, uh, level. So, yeah. Coach, I'll tell you, man, I, I'm, I'm, I, I think there's a place for spring football. It's got to have been crazy for you though, putting a staff together, evaluating the talent right now. It's gotta be crazy for you right now, because again, I mean, looking at guys, bringing the right guys in guys that fit your system, and like Jimmy Johnson, my former coach, told me, one of the most important things for a head coach is putting a staff together. How crazy has it been? Well, uh, you know, I was fortunate because I, I worked, uh, you know, I've, lately I've worked in the XFL, and then I, I, I helped a little bit. I worked in the, the spring league prior to that or after that. Uh, and then I have, you know, some contacts from guys that I've worked, uh, worked with in the past uh, – either in the CFL or in the NFL that, that are in a position to where they're, they want to, and are willing to do uh, this kind of a football league. And, and they have experience doing this kind of a football league. And so that, that was something that, that kind of helped me along. And I, I feel really good. My, my staff is pretty much, uh, 
uh, and I, I've got them all ready to go. Uh, you know, they're going through through the HR process right now as we speak. So, uh, and good people, you know, uh, you know, some guys that uh, are recognizable names to the football world, like uh, Jeff Jagosinski, he'll be our offensive line coach, you know. Um, so uh, Marcel Belfay, who was a head coach in, uh, in Canada when I was at the, when I was the head coach at Toronto, he was head coach at uh, Hamilton. So, um, you know, really quality people. Martin Bayless is going to be coaching our, our DBs and coordinating the special teams. And Brad Miller, who was with the Packers uh, for several years, is going to be the defensive coordinator. So, I mean, we're, we're really excited about, you know, the quality of, of, of the coaches, you know, that are going to be part of this USFL. And, uh, and then I, I just, like I said, there's, there's a lot of players. It's almost like a double class this year coming out of college because of the COVID uh, thing. And, and so some, some guys were able to uh, prolong their, their, their college career. Uh, So there's going to be a lot of players available uh, for, for our draft. And, and uh, as a, as a league, we're thinking, we're thinking we want to stay on the younger side. So coach, have you decided who your quarterback is going to be yet? Or are you still going through the process of that? No, we're, we're, we haven't got to that point yet. Uh, the personnel part of it at this, uh, at, at this point in the league is being handled at the league level. And then, uh, so they've been, they've, they've been going to all the all-star games. They've been talking to agents. They've, uh, they've been looking at the college class coming out now they're, because it's so big. Uh, you know, there's, there, there needs to be places for these guys to go, you know. So uh, they're doing it at a league level right now. And then as, as we get closer to our draft, which is uh, February 22nd and 23rd, um, then, then they'll, they'll bring in each team will have an individual uh, personnel director. You know, coach, you're repping Philly. You know, the fans ain't that, you know, it ain't that easy. I'm learning this now because we're kind of based in Philly and I've got a yeah. bunch of Eagle fans. We talk Eagles now. Yeah. And the stars are legendary. Okay. Oh, I, I mean, know. that's a legendary yeah. franchise who had great success yeah. in the city of brotherly love. So, you know, you got a lot of heat on you right out of the gate. Well, that's, well, that, it doesn't matter if you're at, uh, you know, uh, a junior high job you have a heat on you but no i i uh i realize that and i mean uh jim mora who was the head coach of the philadelphia stars he's one of my favorite coaches and i you know i've told him that in person you know and and it's i know his son jim you know uh real well too uh who's now at connecticut and you know i i, I told jim uh, one time when i interviewed with him at the falcons when he was the head coach I said, you know, your dad is like my favorite coach, you know? So, so yeah, I, I realized the, the tradition there two years in a row, the last two years of the, you know, the first version of the USFL, he, they won the championship there. So yeah, no, no, believe me. I, I realized that. Yeah. So coach, you know, um, a lot of things are going to be different as we start this thing up, obviously the pandemic has played a factor. You know, I was talking to Kevin Colbert last year on the show here, and Kevin Colbert and I, he goes, you know, Dan, I never had a chance to talk to any of the guys face-to-face. I did everything Zoom, and the only time I met them was when they came into the Steeler building. Yeah. And how hard has it been to navigate through 
the pandemic when you're looking at players and potential coaches uh, to join the stars? Well, you know, with with technology now, it it has made it a lot easier than it, than you know it could have been. You know, because like look at us, we're face to face, two different parts of the country right now, and and uh, we're able to talk. And if you know, if 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 I if you had a whiteboard back there, I'd put you on the board and and uh, have you have me have you show me your your best stunt on defense from when you were <laughs> in your playing days. You know, so yeah, I it, it this the technology makes it. Uh, a, a little easier now it is does it replace a face-to-face no but you know the nfl clubs are even uh for the last couple of years have have started they start out doing the zoom type calls like this where uh and then as they as they pare down uh their candidates to the finalists then they start bringing them in so um I was fortunate because I'm very familiar with the guys that I hired on my staff. Uh, we've coached, uh, you know, up upwards of 20 games together before. So, I mean, in pro games. So uh, I'm, I'm real comfortable with, with them. I, I, it wasn't really an interview process. It was because we had success before that, you know, I went to them and said, look, I've got this opportunity and I'm extending that opportunity to you till you tell me that that you don't want to come. In other words, you have a job till you tell me you don't. And then if and so far, none of them have done that. So uh, which is positive because we're going to hit the ground running familiar with each other. Uh, we know what we're doing schematically on both sides of the balls and the ball and in the special teams game. And so um, we we're looking forward to, uh, to to that. And that's something that we can don't have to spend our time on right now we can spend our time on the personnel part of which to me is the most important you know i'm a lot better coach with with good players you know so. <laughs> hey, hey coach if you don't have the quarterback i don't care if you're bill belichick just take yeah. a look at a record when you don't have that guy tb12 oh. you know you come down to earth quick don't you yeah it it it, it changes yeah it, it really does and you know and I, over the years i i mean i I've, I've experienced that in, you know, whether it was in the NFL or whether it was in NFL Europe, um, you were only as good as your quarterback was, you know, and, and, uh, you know, sometimes if you, you've got the, you know, the great uh, one, two punch at running back, you can kind of disguise it a little better, but at some point that guy's got to win the game for you, you know? So, so yeah, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Two questions for you, coach. It looks like all the games, out of the gate because of the pandemic are going to be played in the Birmingham area there. They're going to have it. If I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong there, the games are going to be there at Birmingham on one site. I'm assuming because of the pandemic there. So the league is not doing something like it did the first time where they're making sure they're doing everything. I don't want to say in baby steps, but they're really doing things calculated here to make sure that this thing is not just going to be a two or three year opportunity it's yeah. going to be an opportunity where we're going to see this thing become part of the fabric of sports in the spring. Well, that, that is indeed the plan. And they, they're, they're looking at it from a sustainability standpoint. And all of those things that you just said are, they're going they're conducive to being sustainable. And by, by putting it in Birmingham with eight teams, two stadiums, they, they, they lower the risk of, of traveling and contracting whatever variant of COVID that is going to happen this spring. 
And it, it, so now we're, you know, we have eight teams all living in the same place, all eating the same food. And we're, we're just more of an insulated bubble. And it, to me, it makes sense. And at the same time, it, 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 it alleviates some big expenses in terms of one team traveling every week and uh, renting, renting uh, multiple stadiums or facilities. And we're, we're, we're even going to have two teams sharing one practice site. So there'll be four practice sites, two teams at each one. Uh, the two, the two head coaches will work out the schedule between the two of them so that, you know, you know, alternating days or alternating weeks, they, they change the time, which, to me, it's good because, you know, as you know, as a player, any kind of a change is good for it's just it goes back to, you know, what I learned in college, which it wasn't a lot. But it was it was that they called it the Hawthorne effect that change for change's sake is going to increase production. And so I, I noticed, you know, coming up in pro football, uh, I, you know, I worked for Jeff Fisher at Tennessee. Well, Houston first and I made the move and we would change the practice schedule just for that is that okay for two weeks we're going to go we're going to practice this way meet this way and then he would change it up and i said well you know why you change it? he goes because it it keeps them on their toes it keeps them engaged it, and you know and it's, ever since then i followed that same that same path there there's one thing like i said you know that i didn't learn a lot in college i'm, I'm not the smartest guy in the world but i'm a learner you know so so <laughs> I, I i've i've got a chance to learn from some really good people and he's one of them so. Coach, Coach, finally here. You know, I I had an opportunity after, you know, I was a high draft choice out of Miami, and I went to the Buccaneers, and situations didn't work out for me. And I used the World League as an opportunity to get back yeah. into the league and play with Detroit. Is that yeah. kind of what this is too? Because what you don't want to do is diminish where your feet are, but also knowing that the players are looking to keep a dream alive. Because the thing that I loved about it, Coach, you have to love football to play football. You yeah. just can't play football to play football because there's so many right. things everybody doesn't realize. You know, when the cameras aren't on you Monday through Friday, that's when it's made, right? Sundays right. Well, are for kissing yeah. cheerleaders. Yeah, yeah. And, I, you know, I'll tell you what, we're, we, we consider ourselves a, a standalone football, professional football league. Uh, our, our thing is to, is to give players an opportunity to play professionally. And, and you know, what I, I tell my players on almost on a daily basis, if any of them are watching this thing, they're, oh yeah, he says that all the time. But, you know, every time they step on the field in a game, first of all, those, those opportunities are hard to come by at this level where you've got that high of competition, that speed of the game. I tell them, look, this is, this is you adding to your resume with a Sharpie, you know, with a Sharpie, yeah. it's permanent. Once it's on tape, it doesn't come off. So You've got to approach each play like that. And that's that's what this is to me, is it's it's an opportunity for players. Where they go from here, that that's up to the, how they play. But in the meantime, the best they can put on that, on you know, with using that permanent ink as they so to speak, when they when they step on the field, that that's the part of it. And then, you know, who the beneficiary of all that is. Well, for us, it's going to be the city of Philadelphia. We're going to give them. We're going to give them a team that they that they can be proud of, and that they're that they want to watch play, and they 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 love seeing, uh, you know, hard nosed tackles and and great great throws and catches and that kind of thing. So that that's that's where we're at with this right now. Coach, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you on the way out the door here. The conference title games this weekend: Kansas City, Cincy, and 
Rams and 49ers. Who do you like to prevail over the weekend? Well, uh, you know, I'm not very good at playoff picks because, as you know, like, and, and I've experienced the same thing, whether it was the games, you know, the, the World Bowl games or the playoff games that I coached in the NFL, the Super Bowl that I coached in the NFL. Something about playoff games and finality and that kind of thing. Guys do crazy stuff in these games. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's positive crazy, but sometimes it's negative crazy. So they're really hard to pick, you know. As, as we've seen so far, you know, like uh, if I'm not mistaken, didn't every away team win yes. last week? That's never happened ever. Yeah. It's usually the other way around. One, right. one away team doesn't, you know, so, you know, for me, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just guessing I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, I don't have a favorite team in the NFL, you know, anymore. I, you know, growing up I did because I grew up in California and Los Angeles area. I love, love the Rams, you know, but this weekend I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, it could be Kansas City and and L.A. You know, uh, I I I just think that you know I look at the Rams and the 49ers, and I love both teams. You know, being a California guy, but if if uh, the Rams have not won one of those games in the last five games against yeah. them in their division, so I don't see how you know percentage wise you know, you almost have to take the Rams. <laughs> Absolutely, Coach. I think it's going to be a great weekend. Well, we're here for you anytime you need us. I'm a big fan, obviously, having played spring football. And yeah. I love the USFL. Anything you need from us, Coach, we're here for you. We really appreciate it. Good luck to you. We'll Thank catch you, up down the line. Okay. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. You got it. That is Bart Andros, the head football coach of the Philadelphia Stars. Guys, hit the like button. We're going to reset. We're going to get back to this Aaron Rodgers and also Big Sills being called out by the middle today. We'll reset, get back to all your spins. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back. National Football Show. It's your boy, Dan Cilio. Can't wait for the USFL. I love spring football. I love football 24-7. Who doesn't? Then you're going to have the Rocks League starting next year. You're going to have the XFL, USFL going on in the springtime. It's going to be a 24-7 cycle now of professional football. Look at the ratings, man. There is an appetite in this country for football. It's not baseball. It's not basketball. It's professional football. Even the college numbers were through the roof. We had David Hill on a couple weeks ago, and we were talking about how big the game of football has become. Absolutely incredible, man. It is. I got a question for you. I'm going to reset because, again, I wanted, I, I, I wanted to get Bart on because, again, like I told you, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be promoting spring ball, guys. Okay? I, I really am. I'm going to be promoting it. I love it. I think it keeps people's dreams alive. Maybe an opportunity for Antonio Brown. I saw some of you guys saying Colin Kaepernick. Maybe. Sydney says, Big D, 9 a.m. Sydney, trying to watch your show while landscaping around the pool. Sydney, that's awesome, brother. Thank you so much, man. So we got the show on in a bar in Seattle. We got a dude working around his pool in Sydney. It's all good, man. We span the globe here, like my friend Jim McKay would say. I love it. I'm going to get to all the stuff that we kind of started the program off with again. You know, the middle kind of questioned my take. Is You think I'm wrong on Jalen? By the way, you think I'm wrong on Jalen Hurts and the comparison I made? He's a nice guy, Baker Mayfield. He's a nice guy, Baker Mayfield. Baker had a really good year last year. He has a good season last year. Okay, he was injured this year. Remember, this guy was the number one overall selection. Right? Hunter, thanks for coming aboard. By the way, new, new folks stepping in. Please hit that like button for us, man. I have an issue? <laughs> hey, John, appreciate you coming aboard. Hopefully not. Packers will trade Rodgers to the Broncos. For two first-round picks. Yeah, hey, watch this. Who brings Philadelphia championship first? The Stars or the Eagles? Okay? I'll have my guys take care of your needs, Dan Cilio. <laughs> you sound like a bunch of paisans I know down at Howard Beach. How you doing? Okay? Hey, Sills, did you... Did you like Kirk Gowdy as an NFL announcer? I love Kirk Gowdy as an NFL announcer. Was one of my favorites. Okay? I love that, man. I, I love Kirk Gowdy. The old cowboy I had in mind years ago when I was on in Tampa. He, I grew up with Kirk Gowdy calling AFC games. I did. All right. Get to, getting back to my spin here in a second. Okay? What do you think is a bigger topic in Philadelphia right now? Finding a quarterback 
Trading Ben Simmons or getting help for Joel Embiid? What's a bigger topic in Philly? See that game last night? Sixers took out the Lakers and LeBron, who's chasing Jabbar's all-time scoring record, end up like bailing on that game. He said he'll be ready for whatever game is next for the Lakers, but Sixers blew him off last night. What was that? Beat him by 18, right? Matt Hatter says, trading Ben. Okay? Called him Tyrod Tebow. <laughs> Who cares? Tebow sucked in the NFL. Vaselli says they're all important. That's what I'm saying. I know that. that's why it's a topic. Vaselli, that's why it's a topic. Finding a quarterback, trading Ben Simmons, or getting help for Joel Embiid. Got to be the quarterback. It's got to be the quarterback, man. You got to find. <laughs> hey, Bird, the Flyers, since the old man died, that ain't the same group. Okay? And Ron Hextall lit that thing on fire like a trash can. Dude, that thing, the Flyers were known for one thing. What was that? Always had a great goaltender. Always had a farm system on goalies. Man, I don't, I don't recognize the place. I don't. I'm telling you, man. Since Ed died, that ain't the same place. The place is a dumpster fire. You just don't recognize the Flyers, man. Not even in, how about this? They're not even like in a conversation any longer. Okay? Not even in a conversation. I'd have to think it's still getting a quarterback. And like I said, we started the show out because the middle was like, Sulio's calling Jalen Hurts Baker Mayfield. Well, I don't know. Baker Mayfield won the Heisman Trophy, and he was the number one overall selection. Oh, but you know why? People are not happy with that because now everyone's looking at Baker going, well, he ain't all that. Well, I don't know what you're looking at with Jalen. You think Jalen's all that? Dude, I'm sorry. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid after what I saw this past weekend. I don't see Joe Burrow in Philly. I don't see Josh Allen in Philly. I don't see Patrick Mahomes in Philly. I don't see Justin Herbert. You think the Dolphins are kicking themselves in the head going, we, we, hey, we tanked for Tua. They tanked for Tua. And they got their guy. And the Chargers were like, shit, man, they got Tua. We'll take Herbert. Dude, I watched two quarters of football when Justin Herbert was told 25 minutes before a game that he was going to start instead of Tyrod Taylor. And I went like this, that guy's great. Holy shit, can he fling it. I was like, whoa, man. Two is not impressive. Yeah, he's not. Baker's going to send all, all offseason. He's going to be all offseason crying. Watson has issues? What issues, John? League don't think he has issues. Okay. Thank God we didn't draft Mariota. Yeah, that worked out. Hey, you know what you love, though, about what Tennessee did? Mike Vrabel went like this. Hey, kid, I love you, man. Watch this. 
Here's a perfect example of what's going on in Philadelphia, what went on in Tennessee. By all accounts, Marcus Mariota was a special dude. Everyone loved him. Great with kids. Real hard worker. Everyone in the locker room. But they saw the guy wasn't doing it. You know what he did? I'm going to tell you something, man. We're going with Tannehill. And that was the end of Marcus Mariota. That was the end of it. Jalen needs another year to prove that. Come on, Jeffrey. Prove what? I watched Justin Herbert for two quarters and went, shit. Dude, don't you, don't, why do people's eyes lie to them? People's eye, dude, do the eyeball test. Do you truly think you can win a championship with Jalen Hurts? Ask that question. Well, you know what? I hate to be as vanilla as I possibly can here, but I think that's the question. You think you can win a championship with Jalen Hurts, yes or no? You think you can win a – by the way, you think Jalen Hurts is as talented as Nick Foles throwing the ball? I don't. I'm not saying that Jalen – and protecting the ball. Nick Foles is a funny dude, man. He's a funny dude. He goes through those stretches where he looks like he is unreal. Then he goes through those crazy stretches where you go, wow, that ain't it. That ain't it. I know, Yale, Jimmy G, people keep shitting all over him. And you're like, okay, with the playoffs, he's 35 and 16. And he's in his second conference title game in three years. <laughs> so wait a minute. You think Jalen's Jimmy G? <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. Jimmy Garoppolo won right away in New England. People forget that. He won ball games in New England. And Kyle Shanahan is 8-20 and 20 without him. Well, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo is not the reason the Niners are winning. Okay, well, what's Kyle Shanahan's record when Jimmy Garoppolo's not starting? It's 8-20. and 20. Congratulations. Your reasoning doesn't add up with the numbers. You see, you're lying to yourself when you say that. Well, the Niners are better off without Jimmy. Well, we're going to test that theory this coming offseason. You know why? Think of this, though. There's too much invested in Trey Lance. All those draft choices that they sent down to Miami, Garoppolo has to, he has to be dealt. There's too much invested. Way too much invested. Get this. The 49ers have actually put themselves in a corner. Because if Garoppolo wins his – have you ever seen this? So a, qu a quarterback puts his team in the conference title game two times in three years. It could be a chance where he puts a Super Bowl appearance again on his resume. A guy gets two Super Bowl appearances in three years, and he's not the starter. In four year, in the fourth year, I don't think that's ever happened in NFL history. You're going to jettison that guy? <laughs> that's quite a move. What's up, pork chops? Okay. I don't know, man. I, I don't. And, and I was told today that the middle guy said, got to be patient, Sills. Patience. Like, what's patience? A year? Two? 
three. You think the city of Philly's going to sit around here and go like this? Hey, be patient. We were talking about Cannon and Nick Sirianni and how bad Jalen played when they were two and five. Talking about planting marijuana flowers and growing and eating Kobayashi hot dogs and all that other stuff. Wearing T-shirts. Oh, my God. Garoppolo goes to Pittsburgh. That would be wonderful. I think Jimmy G would be wonderful in Indianapolis. Guy wants to build a defense. I want a quarterback. Oh, watch this. You want to build a defense? You mean like the Rams? The Rams went out and got a quarterback. That was their big investment. True, they got Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald, and they made a trade for Von Miller. True. By the way, that credit card in L.A., I don't know where they get that thing. The money that they and the draft picks, they, they move, it's crazy. All right. I want to hit on Aaron Rodgers. I want to talk a little bit more again also about upgrading. What's wrong with talking upgrading, especially at the coaching position? Hey, there's a lot of great coaches out there right now, too. You know, if you're looking at upgrading the quarterback position, shouldn't the Eagles be looking at upgrading the head coaching position? Hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. 
First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Big Seals National Football Show. It is a football Friday. I hate to do it to you, man. You guys are good folks. But I hate to do it to you. You see, because Big Seals is in a position now where he doesn't give a shit. Okay? Uh, by the way, hit the like button. I, I just wrote this idiotic saying down that I see on the back of NFL helmets. End racism. <laughs> End racism. See that stuff on the stupid helmets in the back of the end zone? NFL's all about vision, presentation sayings and racism. Eric Bieniemy is not being interviewed for any job. There's one black head coach at 32 jobs. <laughs> 73% of the league's black. Very few assistant coaches are black in the league. And racism. <laughs> There's so... Hey, you know... It's almost like they treat you like how the politicians and the news media treat you when we're talking politics, like you're idiots. We're not. We know. Eric Bieniemy's had one interview. Kit says it's all cosmetic. Totally. There's no truth to it. There's no context to it. No black owners. That's right, Chris. <laughs> And racism. Okay. Sounds good. Looks good on a helmet, too, you know? They'll do nothing. See at the back of the end zone? Every time the cameras hit it, looks like the NFL's doing their duty. Social justice fighters. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to do it to you, but... And this is the stuff I get in trouble for because you know why I'm just speaking reality here. I ain't got to do nothing. Hire black coaches. Yeah, okay. Eric <laughs> Bieniemy is the play caller, play designer with Andy Reid in Kansas City. He's got one job interview. You fired Jim Caldwell. He had success in Detroit. This guy actually has a winning record in Indianapolis, and you fired him, and he gets one interview. And racism. <laughs> Brian Flores is on the beach now, too. Two straight winning seasons. They blow him out. And Brandon Staley. Who, what's the guy's name? What's the guy's name in, um, in Denver? Hackett? Who's that? Who's that? No, no, John. It's not black everything. It's fair everything. 
I like being in a sport of diversity. Okay? I've said this to you before. I don't want you to hire a black coach. I want you to hire the right coach. But you got to be fair in the game here. Got to have equal opportunity for everybody to have a chance of success, success and grabbing the apple. That's all I'm asking for. How you cover people. Like this Mina Kime story where she ripped, okay, Jimmy Garoppolo because she says he's not part of the success of the Niners. Then she turns around and she bangs on Aaron Rodgers. And you're like, which is it? Which is it here? Are you banging on him because he sucks? Or are you banging or just because you're just trying to get clicks and views? That dude says, welcome to America. Oh, so you're accusing me of looking for rainbows and butterflies. Inspire change. What change? You think the NFL owners are going to change? What makes you think? Jonathan Gannon. Who? Right. That guy interviewed for the Vikings, the Texans, and the Bears job. I never heard of the guy until you guys hired him as your D.C. in Philly. I never heard of him. Okay, I never heard of him. Never. In a million, I never heard of the guy. And racism. <laughs> Looks good on a football field or on a helmet, I guess. I don't know. That's so disgusting. Because you don't mean it. I'd be like this to my equipment manager. Get that off my helmet. Get that off my helmet. I don't want that anywhere near my helmet. Because no change will ever happen in that league. It's not going to happen. League's been operating like that for 100 years. It's not going to change. And racism. <laughs> it's almost like, you know, the NFL has become so close to the WWE. It's almost like, you know, we're, we're like a decibel up in intelligence sometimes. Because the propaganda media that the NFL owns, okay? Hey, by the way, can I, can I ask you something? How them COVID cases going in? Hey, 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 wait a minute. How them COVID cases going? Right? <laughs> okay. How them COVID cases going? Have, have, you, have you heard anything? Just keeping score here. I hated to do it to you. So COVID-19's gone and end racism. All right, let's get back into this here. So we had in the first hour, I kind of, I don't know, would you say I got called out? Was Is that what that was? Harry Mays calling someone out? Okay, I'll take it. I guess. I mean, a, 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 as forceful as Harry can be. Or, you know, Barrett, you know, this guy's got the record. He's got the resume. I'm with him. I, I get it. So I, I guess I kind of got called out. You know? kind of did because I'm not being patient enough with Jalen. Okay. Patient with Jalen when you, Hey, so this is what some people in Philly are saying to me right now. No, no, Dan, don't go after Deshaun Watson. Don't go after Russell Wilson. Don't make an inquiry to green Bay about, 
Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers says everything's on the table. Told Pat McAfee that. Let's just stay away from those guys. How about if we work on this? What's the number one objective Howie Roseman has to do this offseason? You know what he has to do, in my opinion? Here's the number one thing Howie Roseman has to do this offseason. You know what it is? Make one of those star quarterbacks want to play in Philly. How do you do that? Well, dress the bitch up. Put great heels on it. Awesome dress. Beautiful hair. Because you're right. Those quarterbacks are looking at that going like this. Philly's got a great old line. Coach really doesn't make me want to go. Yeah, I'll go there. Dress it up. Dress it up. Hey, Devontae Adams, I'm going to watch this. Even if you don't land him, offer him a contract. See what he says. How do you know until you ask somebody? Offer him a contract. Give him 20 million bucks. I ain't giving Amari Cooper 20 million. I'll give that guy 20 million. Some of you are going like this. He'll never take that to come to Philly. How do you know? How do you know? Okay. Silly logic. NFL owners are racist. Yet 73. I didn't say they were racist. I said they just had to do their things their way. And yet 73% of the league is black. And yet you got one coach. Nice try, Einstein. You got one coach that's black in the league. You're right. That's my point, jackass. I didn't say they were racist. I they like comfort. Once again, 5% of what I say shows you what your brain capacity is. Amari's a diva. Never was a $20 million a year guy. He never was. Okay? Guy made my point for me. 73% of the league is African-American. And there's one coach in it. Nice try, jackass. Dress the team up. Okay? Dress it up. Go get a running back. Maybe you bring in a coordinator to help Nick Sirianni up. Make it so you do this. Hey, man. Russell Wilson wants to come. Hire a Russell Wilson coach off the... Seattle Seahawks coaching staff, somebody he likes, okay? Maybe you go after Odell Beckham. Dress it up. Dress the team up. In its current state, you're right, you're not getting any of these guys. Howie Roseman, if you really want Russell Wilson, you've got to do a lot of work here in free agency, and in the draft for Russell Wilson to go, you know, I got to tell you something, man. There's something special going on in Philly. They made the playoffs. 
They made the playoffs. They got a phenomenal offensive line. They've got so many draft choices. They got three first rounders. And I'm with you. I don't think Seattle, I don't think Russell's going to take three ones. I don't think that. I don't. Here, I'll ask you one more time. If if Russell Wilson is on the Eagles, how many wins do you have? Oh, hey, Bob. If you did this and offered contracts to Devontae Adams and Odell Beckham, you think Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson would go like this? Twelve, ten. So, Luffy thinks that the Eagles would lose would lose more games with Russell Wilson instead of Jalen. Okay, twelve, thirteen. 12, hey, first-round picks can lead us to the promised land, or they could lead you to Jalen Rager. Okay? Okay? <laughs> they can lead you to Jalen Rager or the promised land. And quite frankly, it's either hit or miss with the Eagles. Am I right? I'm not saying fire Sirianni. Big sales. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it, dude. Odell is mediocre, Stacy says. So he's got six touchdowns in seven games since he's been a Ram. <laughs> I, I don't know if he had six touchdowns his entire time when he was in Cleveland. Okay? That's right, Jeff. With Howie picking, wouldn't you rather have a got to go like this? Yeah, maybe. Right? An unfortunate fact. Odell Beckham could come here. Odell Beckham, though. This is what you do when you say this, Odell. Listen, I need you to be a salesman to go and get a quarterback for us and help us. Odell Beckham and Devontae Smith are going to be your salesman to one of these potential quarterbacks. Dress the Eagles up to make it conducive to want to play in Philly. Because right now, you are stuck with Jalen. And by the way, I don't really like that word, stuck with Jalen. He's very effective. I don't know, whatever you want to dissect that or characterize that as. Okay? Whatever you guys want to categorize that as. You tell me. Dan, you're really slim shady. Thank you. <laughs> Russell Wilson to Quez Watkins. I love it. Stacy, that's right. That ain't happening. That ain't selling it. That's not going to sell it. It's not. Dress the Eagles up this coming offseason. Make it look conducive to want to play here. Okay. It's, it, it's, it's not that hard. And get this, there's going to be quarterback movement. Garoppolo, Wilson, Deshaun. Do you know people are saying that they believe it's 100% certainty that Aaron Rodgers is playing somewhere else in 2022 and not in Green Bay? 
Okay? I find that crazy. Why would you leave Green Bay? Iconic franchise. You're a legendary player there. I don't know. I don't. And by the way, just to go one step further, you think Nick Sirianni is going to attract free agents? You think Sirianni, a lot of great quality coaches out there. You think Nick Sirianni is going to attract? I'll tell you what, man, I'd love to have John Gruden. I I would. Never happened. And I don't know if Gruden ever works again, but what a shame. You imagine John Gruden in Philly with Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. Holy shit, look what he did in Los Angeles. Excuse me, in Las Vegas. He turned that franchise around. Made the playoffs. He put the talent on the team. That'd be amazing, but it never happened. But you know what's funny about that? Here, follow me here. You'll have that halftime show where people are ripping on cops and saying bad things about women when it comes to their music. But if somebody writes a crappy email, can't have that in the league. Okay. NFL being the NFL again. Aaron is the greatest quarterback of all time. No, he's not. He's the greatest talent of all time. There's a difference. Not sure liberal Loria <laughs> would go for Rogers' views on things. Bro, you think that guy cares about what he thinks? Or do you think the owner of the Eagles cares how that guy throws the ball? Okay? John says, see what I mean? They canceled Gruden. They sure did. Oh, the NFL totally screwed Gruden. Totally did. Yeah, and you know what they did that for? They took the, they took the eye off of Daniel Snyder. And they used John Gruden, who wasn't even part of the Washington football team investigation. And they used him to mask what went on in Washington. Yeah, that's what they did. And Gruden was a scapegoat. Okay? What's the difference between quarterback and talent? Great question. Well, here it is. Who do you think is more successful, Aaron Rodgers or Jimmy Garoppolo? I'll wait. Who's more successful in your opinion? Who's more successful, Garoppolo or Rodgers? <clears throat> I think it's the way you quantify success. Jimmy G playing against the Packers, he owns them. He he's going he went to Green Bay, knocked the number 1 seat out of the NFL playoffs. A couple years ago, they went back-to-back in consecutive years where they just floored the Packers. He's 4-1 and one in the postseason. Rodgers is 12-11. and 11. But Rodgers has, he's going to win his fourth straight or his fourth MVP two straight in a row. Oh, I know. Great talent. Peyton Manning, 14-13 and 13 in the postseason. One of the greatest throwers of all time. Ben Roethlisberger's never had a losing season. And he has just as many Super Bowls as Peyton. Who was more successful? Well, Peyton Manning, really. 18 years, Ben Roethlisberger didn't have a losing year. 18 years. 
two Super Bowl appearances. One of the best win percentages of any quarterback. I think he's one of the fastest to 100 wins. John says Rodgers is 4-1 to in touchdown to interception ratio. What's that get you, dude? A bratwurst at home watching the playoffs. That's what he got you. Look at poor Childs. Jalen Hurts is a pocket knife among samurai swords. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Hey, Xander, will you please post that? <laughs> Holy shit, that is freaking all. <laughs> oh, my God. He's a pocket knife. Samurai swords. Oh, man. Seals, are you are you talking Rodgers or Jimmy G? Jimmy G's got the record in the postseason. Rodgers doesn't. Holy cow, man. I wonder what Herbert's record is. Hey, he's got to win more games, man. Do you know that? I, hey, I think Tua's got – hey, by the way, I think Tua's got more wins. From that, or as many wins as Justin Herbert does, right? Swiss Army knife. <laughs> um, Birdman's like, Herbert's coach is a stiff. Brandon Staley, I have no idea who he is. Okay? Mahomes is an Uzi among swords. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. What, hey, Jalen, uh, Jalen Hurts. What's this? Let's do comparisons. Jalen Hurts versus Patrick Mahomes. It's like a rock and a diamond. <laughs> hey. Uh, oh, man. It's like a rock and a diamond. Josh Allen. Yeah. It's like a fork and a knife. <laughs> I need the fork to eat. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a butter knife. <laughs> He's not, he's not even a Ginsu. Hey, man. <laughs> okay. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> hey, Luffy, I know that, man. My wife says that every day to me. Okay. Lamborghini. No, 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 no. Big Chris. Lamborghini to a Yugo. <laughs> hey, yeah. Hey, Jalen Hurts is a Pop-Tart <laughs> to a cake. <laughs> oh, we're just having some fun here, man. Look, I don't have a problem with Jalen. I really don't. But, dude, if I could – hey, watch this. So if Don Shula wanted – God rest his soul. If Don Shula wanted to coach the Eagles, we should sit here and keep Nick Sirianni? What the hell are we doing here? Running a daycare center? You guys are making the Eagles seem like it's a daycare center. Well, make sure little Johnny gets his toys, too. You know, hey, make sure he gets the spinning wheel, too, you know, because we want everything to be fair here. You know, I don't want anybody to have any tears or anything. Man, I mean, I don't want anybody upset here. Dude, NFL teams aren't daycare centers. Don't give a shit about your feelings. I care about your feelings here, but on a football team, they don't care about you. That's why you shouldn't care about them. 
pay me. I'll play for you. Play for me. I'll pay you. That's what it is. Yeah, but I really like the guy. That's why Bill Belichick never, ever loved a guy in New England. He always really, really liked the guy. Because when you love a guy, it's harder to get rid of it. When you put that emotional attached to it. That's why Belichick always made the tough cuts or the tough moves. Let me get rid of Richard Seymour. He's an all-pro still. Let me get some picks for him. I don't want to pay him. And at the end of a two-year contract, three-year contract, he ain't going to be the same guy. I do think the Chandler Jones move was poor. Look what they did with Darrell Rivas. Shipped his ass out of time, out of town. Stephon Gilmore got his ass out of town. Randy Moss sent his ass out of town. The Patriots made the tough cuts. No matter what the circumstances were, they kept the best player if he was a free agent or a first-rounder. Look at what Belichick did, too. They gave Cam more money and said, hey, man, how about this? You're out. I'm going with the rookie kid. Okay? Hey, John, it's a great point. Mac Jones, watch this. So if Aaron Rodgers wanted to play in New England, are, are you really under the premise that Bill wouldn't listen to that? <laughs> Bill's trying to chase down Don Shula. He wants to win the all-time records for regular season. I think it's at 340-something. Bill wants that number. He owns every other record. Okay? If you pay me, right, Bobby? Sent the goat. Hey. And Jeremiah, that's a good one, too. You know how they sent the goat packing? The goat was making $25 million a year in his final season in New England. He had renegotiated his contract down so many times, and you know how they got rid of him without having bad pub in the public? They didn't offer him a contract. They didn't offer him a contract until the very final day. And guess who offered it? It wasn't Belichick. It was Kraft. Hey, if you want to stay, man, we want you. Yeah, but we want you at this price. That's why the Bucs gave him $35 million. There was only two teams that gave him $35 million offer. It was the Chargers and Buccaneers. Belichick wasn't going to pay the guy $35 million at 43. He wasn't going to do it. No matter if he won a Super Bowl. That wasn't going to be how they were going to build that. Bill shipped his ass out of town by not offering him, and they got the divorce they wanted, and now here they are. And by the way, just think of this if you're in Green Bay. You really want to look like New England? New England right now is a good team. They're a good team. Ain't a Super Bowl team. Life without Brady? Hey, you're a good team. You're back almost to the Steve Grogan days. (laughs) You're back to the Tony Eason days. Good luck to you, man. <laughs> and, and, and I hear all these media guys going, well, you know, you got to cut the cord eventually from Aaron Rodgers. Why? I'm going to run that pony like Maximus ran that pony in Gladiator all the way to the ground. Yeah. No way, man. Hey, let me get off the pony. I feel, you know, the ponies needs food and water. Yeah, whatever. I'll take Pickett over Hertz. Who? Oh, yeah, the pit guy. 
I thought I saw saw somebody really like the Pitt guy, but hey, whatever. <laughs> hey, look, conference championship games. We got to make some predictions here too. We got to talk a little bit about that. Also, Mahomes and Reed. Are they the best combination we've seen in recent memory? A head coach and a quarterback. Please hit the like button. Keep it right here on this Football Friday here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome aboard National Football Show. Really appreciate you guys coming aboard here. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. It's really been absolutely awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Please hit the like button. Um, I think it's going to be a great conference championship weekend. I really do. I think it's going to be spectacular. Okay. Um, before I get into Mahomes and Reed here, let me, let me, let me throw this out and the conference championship games. Know this here. You know, I keep hearing people say that you're going to See the New England Patriots if they lose Josh McDaniel to the to the Raiders. Bill O'Brien's automatically going to go to the New England Patriots. 
That's not going to happen. Bill Belichick and Nick Saban don't believe in rating each other's coaching staffs. Have you ever seen that happen before? Where a guy who's on the New England Patriots or a guy who's on the Alabama Crimson Tide have gone to either coaching staff? Bill O'Brien was the head coach of the Texans. Okay? Was the head coach of the Texans. He wasn't on the staff. That's not happening. They don't believe in that. That's why one of the big asses that Belichick and Saban have is when these coaches leave and they go for other places and they go to other places, okay, is that they take coaches with them. When when Kirby Smart left Alabama, that was one of the – it wasn't that Kirby got the job at Georgia. It was Kirby started taking guys and started poaching some of the coaches that were on the Saban staff, and that's the – hey, we built this here. We built this here. This is what we built. If you want to take your opportunity and you want to go somewhere, more power to you. But don't sit here and try to wreck the things that we built here and don't try to do the things and undermine the stuff that we did here, giving you that opportunity. Bill O'Brien being the offensive coordinator in New England, sure, sounds like a great fit. Sounds like a great fit, right? Perfect. Yeah, but get this. You know who's saying that? Media people that don't understand loyalty. Don't understand what it takes to win. Don't understand what it takes to build something. Coaches are very low. Oh, you know, we talk about how certain coaches hire and how the NFL hires a common look. Well, coaches hire. You heard Bart Andrus, who was on with us in the first hour. He put his staff together with people he knows. People who he's had success with, more importantly. Okay? That's how you build a staff. And when you have that loyalty, yeah, media people don't have loyalty to anything. Okay, they just cover something, knee-jerk reaction, whether it's right or wrong, doesn't matter. Okay? He's a good coach, bad GM. I think that was a bad organization. I think the Texans are a bad organization. How do you get rid of And by the way, you know, everyone's under the assumption that Bill O'Brien traded away DeAndre Hopkins. How do you know ownership didn't tell him to do that? Remember, that's what happens when you're a GM. You got to listen to your owner. When you're a head coach, kind of in your own sandbox a little bit here. Robert says, Watson to the Eagles just answers all the questions, makes too much sense. Yeah, but you've got to make it conducive to wanting him to come here. Okay? Hunter says, Big Sills, if you're Howie, what moves do you make in this draft? Free agency first, dude. You've got your draft choices already set up. You've got 11 of them. Okay? You've got 11 of them. Three Three in the first round. That pretty much is predetermined. You're going to get some probably some compensation picks too as well. You're going to have, depending on what you do at Fletcher Cox and free agency too. Okay? Ken Watson throw to himself. 
I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Matt Hatter, the media span can always, or spin, can always seem that people just don't do their homework. Right. You got to know that Belichick and Saban don't raid each other's coaching staffs. Where are the best coaching staffs in the NFL? Or where are the best coaching staffs in the country? Well, Alabama and New England. Why do you think people go there to get their coaches or to interview? Those are the best coaching staffs that have been assembled. Over the last 15 years, it's second to none. New England, Birmingham, or Tuscaloosa. Best coaches are hired at both places. Robert says Patriots spent over $100 million this year on free agents. I thought it was more $300 million in player contracts. Dante, appreciate you coming aboard here. Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Let me say this to you here. Okay? Let me say this to you here. The best comparison that I've ever seen with an offensive coach who was a head coach, who's a play caller, and a quarterback like Mahomes and Reed has to be Montana and Walsh. Can you guys think of another tandem where you look at it and go, and I'm talking about play calling. Bill Belichick's not a play caller. He's not an offensive play caller, so he's not in the conversation. Okay, he's not. Can you think of another tandem where you had the kind of success that you had in San Francisco and what you're seeing now in Kansas City? Mahomes and Reed, I think it's the best since Walsh in Montana. Those two guys were just absolutely unbelievable. Okay, well, I'll tell you something. Here's something to think about, too. When you're a great coach and you're a great quarterback, can you let's name the great quarterbacks over the last 15 years? Okay, Brett Favre, Mike Holmgren, um, Tom Brady, Jeff Belichick, great coach. Not talking so much offensive coordinator, Montana, Walsh, Shula, Marino. Okay. Shanahan, Elway. There's always that dynamic. Noel, Bradshaw. Always that, always that dynamic. Okay? Aikman, Jimmy Johnson. Very good, Jeff. Mike Tomlin, great coach. Ben Roethlisberger. Always that single dynamic. Has always been in the conversation. Always been in the conversation. Always. Dungy Manning. Absolutely, smile. Peterson and Foles. <laughs> okay, you mean Brian Billick and Trent Dilfer. Yeah. Elway Reeves, they went to three Super Bowls. I would put that in the room. They didn't win. But yeah, their success. Dan Reeves is a great coach. Very underrated. Very underrated. Really, I mean, when you talk about the success that Dan Rees put when he took over the Denver Broncos, I mean, Dan, look at what Dan did when he went to Atlanta even. 
Dan showed you his greatness when he went to Atlanta. Put that team in the Super Bowl, too, with Chris Chandler. Remember they upset that Minnesota team that was 15-1? and Got all the way to the conference title game, and Dan Reeves ended up winning another one. Kozar and Marty Ball. Not going to talk too much trash on Bernie Kozar. It wasn't Knox and Kelly. It was Levy and Kelly. Young and Seifert. Greasy Shula. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is the best I've seen with that tandem because there's, 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 there's consecutive years of success here. And there's winning in the postseason. Reading Mahomes, man, is as good as it gets. It does remind me a lot of what we saw when we were talking about, you know, Montana and Steve Wal- and, and uh, Bill Walsh. Those two guys, just tremendous. All right. I want to hit on the conference title games. Who do you have? Bengals or Chiefs? 49ers? Or Rams? Hit the like button. We'll answer those questions next. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
Welcome aboard National Football Show. Dan Cilio, appreciate you coming aboard here on this Football Friday. Thank you so much. By the way, do me a favor. Hit the like button. Also, if you're not following us over on Twitter, please do. At Dan Cilio Show. We have a lot of fun on it, too. You know, we do. Everybody's like always chirping and saying things. I love it, man. I mean, I, I didn't realize this, but only 18% of Americans are on Twitter. 18% of Americans. Think about that. And yet, we look at Twitter like it's like water and air. <laughs> you know? Hey. I mean, look at what look the pulse of It's not the pulse of America. It, it, it's all the dumbasses of America. <laughs> now, maybe sometimes I'm one of them. I don't know, man. It's all good, man. So, hey, we'll get to the conference title games here in a minute. All right. I'm going to ask you a question here. We're going to get to, like, who do you got, Bengals or Chiefs, 49ers or Rams? Who do you think gets a job first, Jonathan Gannon or Doug Peterson? Who gets an NFL head coaching job first? Who gets the job first? Okay? You tell me. Gannon. John says, hard to say. Peterson. That's what Jeff's saying. Hopefully neither. (laughs) The Texans are dumb. I know. Did you see, too? Did I see that they're interviewing Josh McCowan for another um, shot at potentially being the head coach of the Texans? Man, they just do not have their stuff together down in Houston. Peterson, because of the ring, Alec. Gannon, he's probably better at kissing ass. <laughs> but you know what, man? It seems to be the, the trend. I had no idea who Brandon Staley was. Hey, for, for reality here, I had no idea really who Nick Sirianni was. Doesn't this seem to be the trend? I mean, think of this for a second. Look at what they did in Arizona. They hired a coach who had a losing record at Texas Tech and Cliff Kingsbury. Okay, I mean, they, I mean, look at these guys that are getting these jobs. Brandon Staley, Nick Sirianni, Jonathan Gannon is up for a job. This kid Hackett, who just was hired as the new head coach, in Denver, you're like, who's the, who are these guys? They're not going with these old school dudes like Peterson who are setting their ways and are going to command a lot of respect. Because you know why? Would we agree? Let me ask you guys this, for instance. Let me show you something here. Do you think the coaching's better today than it was, say, 20 years ago? Think about 20 years ago. 25 years ago, Walsh, Joe Gibbs, Parcells, Jimmy Johnson. Okay? Just go down the list of some of the great coaches, man, that we had in the game. Right? Even Ditka was a good coach in Chicago. I mean, look at the good coaches that were all over the National Football League, right? 
Hey, you mentioned Dan Reeves. Went to three Super Bowls in Denver. You think the coaching's better today? See, I don't. I think the front offices are more involved today. The front, did you guys even know who the front offices and the people were when Buddy Ryan was head coach of the Eagles? I, 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 I knew who Bob Ackles was because I was in Dallas. But nobody knows. I, you would never have known who Howie Roseman was back in the day. You would have to look it up. Who's the GM at a... Who's the GM of the Eagles again? Now, these guys are, you know, Tom Telesco in Los Angeles with the Chargers. You know Les Sneed and Kevin Demoff with the Rams. You know the names John Dorsey. You know the names Scott Pioli. You know these guys' names now. Because the owners, because there's so much money, and the money on the draft picks now, and the money that you spend in the quarterbacks and the money that you spend in free agency, you've got to keep an eyeball on that. So the general managers in the front office are way more involved than they've ever been. Right? All the numbers and playing the system and playing the analytics now that people do, right? There's more analytics in the game than ever before. Hey, by the way, I'm not running my football team over a flow chart. And I think that's sometimes what gets in the way of today's NFL. You know why the Dallas Cowboys couldn't run a 14-second play? Analytics. Instead of just going out there and doing what Andy Reid said, Grim Reaper time, son. That was so Pat Riley. Looks over at Pat Mahomes. I'll give you a for instance. Pat Riley told me this story. Hey, son. When times look grim become the Grim Reaper. He takes his football team down in 13 seconds and wins a game in overtime. That's not analytics. Game six, Boston Garden. Pat Riley goes just like this. Pat told me he did this. Seconds left in the game. He drew this play up. He looked at his team with Kareem and Magic Johnson and Worthy and went like this. Will. That's not analytics, people. That's coaching right here. Look at your guys in the eye. Hey, man. Ain't no numbers on a flow chart going to get you across the finish line. 14 seconds. It took the Cowboys to run the clock out on one last play to give him a chance to throw it in the end zone. And guess what? Mahomes goes up the field, hits Kelsey in the back of the end zone on a non-designed play. He said, I got a spot in the back of the end zone. Mahomes goes, I'll find you. I thought I was watching North Dallas 40. I thought I was watching North Dallas 40. You throw it, partner, I'll catch it. That's what I'm talking about. That's how you win ball games. Okay, that's how you win ball games. All right, AFC title game. You know, week 17, the Bengals beat the hell out of the Chiefs. They beat the hell out of them. Andy Reid even said it this. He goes like this. Hey, man, I'll tell you what. 
Okay. You know, hey, don't take this Bengals team. They sacked the guy nine times. And Joe Burrow still would not be denied. I think this game's closer than you think. You know, if you've ever been in a fist fight and you beat a guy before, you think you're feeling pretty good going into that place again to try to have a fist fight with him? I am. Well, I beat this guy's ass before. I could do it again. And if you're KC, you've got a lot of pressure on. You got it at home. All the number one seeds are watching you playing now. This game will be closer. 27-20. Kansas City wins it. And Andy Reid's in another Super Bowl. Write that down. I have a propensity to... I think that was, Robert, I think that was at home. I got 27. I can't, I got 27-20, Chris. Jeff, Big Sills, Chiefs 49ers, Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Andy Reid is automatically first ballot Hall of Famer. Boy, I'll tell you what, man. That would just, I mean, what he's doing now in Kansas City, he's currently the best coach in the game. This 49ers and Rams game is a trickier one. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't thrown a touchdown yet in two games. He hasn't thrown a touchdown in the postseason, this year's postseason. Okay? Hasn't thrown it, but Kyle Shanahan has owned him. He's owned him. Six straight wins. Rams have not had an answer for for the 49ers. The Rams are going to have to be physical with the 49ers. And who is a tougher team? Rams or the 49ers? Titans, number one seed. Yeah, they're at home too. Rams going to pressure Jimmy. Pretty good old line in San Francisco. Would we agree? Pretty good line in San Francisco. Boy, this is a close one. You know, I was thinking all week Rams. Twenty-four twenty-one. San Francisco. Chiefs and Niners again. We'll do it again in the Super Bowl. There's something about that San Francisco team. There's just something about that San Francisco football team that I really love, okay? Something about them. So I got the Chiefs in a very close game against the Bengals, 27-20, and the Niners, 24-21 in an upset. Man, guys, another great week. By the way, let me give you some programming notes. Sean McManus will join us. The chairman of CBS Sports will join us on Monday along with Gary Cobb. We're going to talk some football, and I'm going to pose these same eagle questions to Gary. That'll be on Monday. Joy Taylor from The Herd will join us on Tuesday, then Jimmy Johnson on Wednesday. Have yourself a great conference championship week, guys. Please hit the like button. If you missed any of the program, 
I want to thank Bart Andros for coming on, the brand-new Philadelphia Stars head football coach. Man, if you missed that, go back in the first hour and watch it. I'm really looking forward to the USFL. Once again, hit the like button. Till Monday, 4 to 6. See you on the flip side. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every day, we rise. Challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and community safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.